0: Starfinder podcast where we break your heart every 5 episodes,
1: That's right?
2: Yeah, I guess.
3: Uh, what's up, tea.
2: guys?
1: Uh,
3: uh, uh.
2: Hey, what's up?
0: Uh, yeah, it was kind of a kind of a sad one last week. Um
4: Why? What happened?
0: I don't. I don't know. I should Josh. I kind of. I,
4: I don't. I don't think I was there for that.
5: <laughs> oh wow! Oh. Oof. All around me are familiar
1: is <laughs> 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 my, my old friend. Oh.
0: oh, oh. Uh, well, you know, in order to kind of maybe. Get back to our roots and assuage some of this grim darkness. You know, we're often too recognized for our love and passion for Starfinder. Um, you know, a lot of times people say, like, you know, if you want to h- hear people who enjoy Starfinder play Starfinder, that's something. that something, check wouldn't damn yeah. display. <laughs> Here's the thing you get a hundred. Forty or one hundred forty episodes in, and that maybe calls into question. But no, I, I, I enjoy Starfinder. We play a lot of it, and I, you know, I just wanted to kind of remind you guys that we're having fun, and this is fun. And well, <laughs> oh, you trying to remind us? Are you it's true?
2: You must now have mandatory fun.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> did, did you sign up for the fun webinar that I sent to all of your emails? I, I did. No, I'm gonna nah. have to
5: reschedule. I'm, you know, no. Oh, well,
0: it's on demand. You know, oh, cool, 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 cool. fundatory activities. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> you've been voluntold
5: for voluntold, this. Volunteered. So, that's yeah. the one. I do. Yeah, I do one. enjoy it. I really like this. The whole I mean, game thing. We
0: play a lot of it. You know what I mean? The, I reckon we like
4: it. Yeah, uh, is, <laughs> is is you know, it that, or is it sunk cost at this point?
3: Look, we're in too we'll deep. We're in too deep. Somebody <laughs> didn't watch
0: the webinar. <laughs> Are you been too busy learning important life skills, Josh, in yep. your uh-huh. class
4: there yeah. that you're taking uh-huh.
5: real, real world shenanigans. What even is yeah. that? What
4: Electricity. Even is it? <laughs> <laughs> electricity. <laughs> you know what I found out about electricity? What? What's that? It's freaking magic. It is. is? It is. Pretty much, yeah.
5: If you don't oh, know that, it can be pretty shocking.
4: Uh-oh.
3: Uh oh. Mm, I was waiting for the pun.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, Heath we'll see. It's just you.
5: like so. His face is just like, I'm not even. Nope. Mm-mm, nope.
1: I love that mm. Heath has decided that he's too cool for, for our banter these days. <laughs> oh, he, I, he, I'm he, sorry
5: he, to say you're not
1: too cool for this corny-ass no, banter, bro. No, you just you're think not. you are, but you're not. You're not
0: nearly as cool as your silence indicates.
5: Sometimes you just have to will it into existence.
6: Bob. You telling me I'm not cool has no bearing on how cool I actually am.
0: I I mean it's just the bad
6: puns and to be fair I've like shit on the bad puns like out the gate like since the the beginning day one puns
5: are bad well apart from bad puns to get back to your original statement
4: back to the current topic Ah!
5: ah Electrical current.
4: <laughs> oh, it,
0: puns are so much better when you explain them too.
6: Yeah, all, really, really it <laughs> least. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so just making sure that you understood what I said was a pun. Yeah, here's why. That's that's the hallmark of good comedy,
6: right
5: there. Yeah, why are we why are we repeating it? Subtle, subtlety. <laughs> Who needs it? <laughs> I tell you, yeah. I like Starfinder.
1: <laughs> do you know what I like about Starfinder the most?
0: Well, thank you, Zach. What do you like about Starfinder? I'm trying the to most? help you out here, Adam. I Appreciate it. Uh, thank you. The
1: setting. The setting. Uh, uh, the, the setting is the best. I like a set. I like a, a, a science fantasy setting. I'm, I'm yeah. apologetic about it in the slightest. It's better than a pure fantasy or pure sci-fi setting because shit, this is all make believe anyway. So why can we not have magic and spaceships? What's the fucking problem? You know. Let's go. And Starfinder gives you that in spades, and so I love it.
0: Well, that's a good response to the question that I asked, Zach, and I appreciate it. I'll, I I would give you an inspiration for that, but it's really not inspiration-worthy, so okay. I'm,
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. But I, I
0: am very appreciative of your engagement with this topic.
1: Glad truly. I could help. Glad I could help.
2: So in addition to that, I would have to say the races, just the... Absolute, just cornucopia of races. If you want four arms, there's there's races for that. Multiple. If you want four legs, well, there's races for that too. If you, if you want, want no, legs, arms, no arms, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's brain. There, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. If
0: you want to be a nose on you a you can be a contemplative. You
2: can be a bastard. You know,
5: who yeah. we can do.
2: Or Bantrid. Bantrid, yeah.
6: Bantrid? Yeah. Bastard. Yep. That's just <laughs> a particularly unpleasant Bantrid. Yeah.
1: If whatever reason you want to be a cuttlefish inside of a water bubble, we got you. Can you <laughs> We got do. you, fam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, for
0: real. Can do how, well, how come none of y'all have ever played one of those?
1: Obvious reasons. I don't think that anyone needs to be... Expl- I mean, really, like, come on.
0: If you kill Roland, I'm coming back as that.
1: Okay. Just Good You're luck. coming back as a, as a bantrid.
0: No, not as a bantrid, as the, the whatever the I've species I always forget uh, what it is. it is. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um,
1: uh, yeah, we know the system so well. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm <laughs> sorry. No, no, there, there's, there's a hundred what,
6: races, yeah. okay? There's <laughs> a right, hundred right. races. Stellafera. 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 There it. it is. That's Stellafera. it. Yeah. We're a subject. matter no, no. Experts. We are. We are. <laughs> we are. Trust <laughs> <us>. <laughs> Every
0: every ruling that we make is 100% accurate. on the money. We never All the, time, fuck the up. first
4: time.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Cuz <'Cause laughs> we've we're never had to fix things
0: that we've done. Professionals. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, I think that we should probably stop now while we're at the peak of our game. Yeah, honestly, we we should just we should have stopped a long time ago.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, put a no. gun to it. All right, it's all it's all downhill from here. All right, just, we should have just ended it after season one. Everything yeah. was like ended nice it off, on a high day. note before we you know, sell out. You know, one
5: yeah. and done. Sell
0: so, out. So, yeah, we did try to sell out to a couple of car companies earlier this season. Oh, we so. tried
5: to. I think we yeah. also did some some nudes with noodles for a hot second. Um we were trying to get what? Mike to do some nudes with noodles. Do y'all don't remember that? Vaguely. Is that a fan mm. Hey fan guys, like, it might be. Tell you don't you what, worry though. about it.
4: <laughs> we have outlived Chutneys and Jams Corporation.
5: Oh, so by far, <laughs> by far. By
1: far. We outlived them definitely yeah If i
4: had to say there's one thing about this game system that i like is just similar to what both zach and john have said already is just the sheer scale of it all Mm. the scope of it it's just huge it's massive Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's not one tiny little planet with its own little set of rules and stuff it's it's a galaxy multiple
0: galaxies multiple
4: galaxies multiple planes of existence of galaxies Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. it's absurdly large and it is the like you could do pretty much anything that you would want to do in this game system. If you wanted to have a purely medieval fantasy type thing, you could do that by incorporating some items and stuff from Pathfinder.
2: Oh, adding on to that, I mean, if you're not, if you're, uh, if you don't have, I mean, if you don't like what they offer already in the rule books, guess what? You've got the little deck of many worlds, you know? Mm-hmm. So you that can make too. your own damn yeah. world, you know? The- Make your own damn world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean- would you guys say? To, what would you guys say to somebody who's like, uh, I want to get into Starfinder, but the books like. You know, four hundred pages. and
1: well, it seems why are too you, complicated. why are you playing a TTRPG at all? Yeah, exactly, well, dude. I, I mean,
4: what's I, stopping? I mean, what's the difference between that and D and you, you know, well, you can, you can say, hey, it's one book instead of like three.
5: Exactly, and also like, but it's not you, though. It's not. It's like multiple for
4: books. the core. The, for the, the core, if core you're just wanting kit. to
5: play, you don't have to have like the.
2: Yeah, you don't Inter- have to have character operations and the, manual. Yeah. You don't have to have the stuff. Yeah. Beast but they enrich it, the experience so much.
6: If I cared about and respected that person, I would tell them to get more than the core rulebook. Absolutely, guy, to, to get the most out of it. You know,
2: what would
0: you guys say are like the the top three books that you would need to start off with this game?
2: Obviously, the core rule books, char- Character Operations Manual, yes. and uh, Near Space. Personally,
5: is this a player or is this a GM?
2: No, player.
5: Player. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the armory, but not really. That's still kind of yeah, you don't need it.
0: Core rule book, mm-hmm. character operations, uh, manual, manual. right? Uh-huh. And then, depending on which class you take, either get the tech revolution or get the upcoming galactic magic. True, true, you know true. I mean?
3: absolutely.
2: Depending on what class you want, yeah, yep, yep. Um, but
0: you don't need anything beyond the core rule book to play, you know, and, and because, you know, there's sites like archives of Nethus out there that Mm -hmm. has all that extra stuff too. You know, like the thing is, is access to the content is not limited, you know? So like Mm -hmm. you can, you can get all these different options without having to Mm -hmm. buy the books though. The books are are very colorful and fun to read and, and have or whatever. But, uh, I would say that. The thing about this game, for for us, I think about us when we first started it, and, and we uh, we were kind of hesitant because of the level of crunchiness in there, mm-hmm. you know, and we're like, oh, that's going to get in the way of our storytelling and our fun. I think, you know, you guys may disagree with me, but I think that we've come to find that the the rules have actually helped make the game feel more alive. And like, yeah. and that there's more stakes, and that we can do the things that we think of doing without being uncertain of how that's supposed to rule out in the, in the moment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: I mean, if you if you look for something to do, you can find. Now, you may find that you cannot do it with the character that you have, hmm. as, as and that's often the case. Hmm. But there may be a way to do it. But you have to, be able to, to level fifteen, or you may have to have. Completely built an entirely new character in order to do the thing that you want to do with that thing in mind, so that you could have started taking the four feats you got to go through in order to get that thing. Right. But. Well, speaking
0: it's there. of building entirely new characters, we have an entirely new party makeup. How do you <clears throat> like that transition? I had to snag it right good. That's pretty solid. <laughs> Sounds um, all, right. uh, all right. It a
5: clean. Forty-eight out of fifty-five.
0: So we have a, a a very different party makeup. If we're just talking mechanically here, we've got two soldiers, we've got a Solarian, we've got an operative, and we've got a witch warper. Now, this is not
6: we don't have min maxed, <laughs> This
0: is not your min maxed party. You know, no. um, what do you guys think about this before we get? Really started into book three and all that. Like, what do y'all think about your new
1: makeup? We don't, we don't have a healer. healer. We don't have a we're healer. We're fine,
5: y'all. We're like level we ten die. or whatever. Like, we're basically deities.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> come, come at me, Adam. Please don't. I'm kidding. I'm just. It was you're joke. The, you're uh, uh, in the biggest. Uh, uh, I know. Most precarious
0: <laughs> position of this party for sure. Shaken uh, four
2: days.
3: <laughs> uh, here's, the,
0: here's the thing. I think what's going to change here is the tempo of the combats, and we're going to see you guys just burning down. Like that's going to be the the thing, right? It's like y'all got to burn down the enemies quickly, not yeah, well,
6: miss. Without a healer, like the strategy has to be like Zerg, but Zerg carefully. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. For those that don't know the term Zerg, would you care to explain, Heath? Yes,
6: please. Is that a it's Starcraft, it's Star- it's Starcraft, it's, it's an alien yeah. racing it's ga- Starcraft, which is a game I didn't even play, but all my friends did. So I picked up the parlance.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what do you mean by Zerg? Uh,
6: rush, like everyone, like all, all of the party has to rush and focus down the enemies as quickly as they can to prevent, you know. in in our terms, prevent us from getting targeted and and
4: killed. Push through push overwhelming overwhelming
2: forces. Yeah. Right, right. So
6: that's how I
5: play most RPGs, (laughs) be they TT or otherwise. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize that was a strategy. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool,
1: cool,
2: (laughs) cool, cool. cool,
0: cool.
1: It's it's, uh, the best defense is a good offense, is what. I see. I like it. Yeah. Zerging comes down to. Pretty
2: much,
0: yeah. I like it.
5: Walk swiftly uh, and carry a big ass stick. Walk softly. Nah, man. It's cool. Just speak, well, on speak softly. <laughs> nah, we're we gonna strut
0: through this bitch, speak you know? <laughs> well, let's get into it. Let's let's see where it is. You guys left the temple at the end of last episode, and you're heading back to um, where the Enclave has relocated in a place called the Gloaming, which is a part of Kuvakara or shadow Kuvakara. I think at this point shadow is implied on everything. Um, so, <laughs> um, no, we got to say it all out. Right. Right. Uh, so I wanted to give you guys an opportunity to talk to each other in character on this, on the, on the boat ride back. Um, you know, I, a lot of things kind of happened very quickly, and now you're kind of forced in this two-day trip that's going to take you back to, to Kuvakara. Is there anything that you guys would want to say to each other? Is, you know, kind of getting to know each other a little bit type of situation here? So I'm going to turn it over to you and, and see what what y'all are feeling, you know?
6: Isn't the Gloaming a Radiohead song?
0: It is one of my favorites. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Sorry, I know that's not what you asked for, but I couldn't No give No, give it to it.
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> I will never begrudge a Radiohead reference.
6: Well, I mean, it made me think, I was like, is that what it's actually called, or did Adam just make this the gloaming?
0: Oh, uh, no, no, but when I read it, I was like, somebody's a Radiohead fan. Yeah, okay. right. yeah,
1: somebody buys those Radiohead Multiple people are probably ready. Probably, sure, probably
0: yeah. most of them. But you know, I don't know that. I don't. I can't see that. But anyways, you guys are in this boat. <laughs> uh, I will say that for for Mike and Kuiper, who are not accustomed to the shadow plane, the first thing you notice is, I mean, it's frigid to to y'all. It is cold, and like the shadows seem longer, and the it's almost disorienting the melancholy that seems to permeate the air in the atmosphere. Mm. You know, for for Tina, Gloombot, and Trelax, this is the it's they've known this whole life, you know yeah. what I mean? But for y'all it's even the moonlight seems muted by by shadow.
3: So, so you're on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: We're just taking it all in. I was just yeah. thinking like the inverse of that. Like if they, if if the shadow party found themselves trapped in the regular world, it's like, God, why is it so bright and cheery yeah. here? You know, We'd everything's a, so pleasant. I hate it. Get a migraine right. immediately. Right. Um, yeah. uh, so I feel
5: like just in general, we would have. Tried to fill in as many gaps as possible with, like, kind of our story, um, what's happened with us, explain exactly where we're going, you know, to mm-hmm. the Enclave, who these people are, why we need their help. Um, oh, let me see here. I mean,
1: yeah, can we, can we just... Assume Fast track that we, because that yeah. like yeah. it, that's a lot to like RP sure, sure, just, sure, sure, just, right, just right, to get right, our right. characters up to speed
5: with what our players
1: know,
2: of okay. course, of cou- yeah. right.
5: But specific wise, I know one thing Tina would do, kind of like she would with Gloombot and um Trilax, she would kind of try and catch them by themselves and on the boat on the boat, like just kind of a corner, or maybe when Mike <laughs> or whatever's taking a nap, Kyper's having a cat nap, you whatever. You think
1: Mike will take a nap on this thing? Nah, no, nah, no, is not, is not speaking water, dude. Mm-hmm.
5: Eventually he goes to sleep, shit. Um, at any point, she would whisper if need be, you know. process so something happened when we were in the temple, and I feel different how so and so question I'm having a, a moment when did she receive the corruption was that when oh uh, when she was transmorphized into the rabbit
0: no uh, when she was holding Mordron's hand when he got the big blast of it okay you know.
5: correct okay. Um, so yeah. When we were separated, Mordrin stepped into a circle that was similar to the one I was trapped in. But it was different. It was a tidal wave of energy that changed him. And because I was close it changed me some too it is is... (laughs) this a shadow almost i can feel it inside a (sighs) different and she would just kind of explain some of just the general feelings that she kind of has that are different from her normal
0: here, here's what I'm going to do. Because the boat is small, I'm going to give both Mike and Kuiper a perception roll to see if sh- mm-hmm. they overhear you talking about this shadowy feeling that you have. Okay. Uh, it's unlikely that Mike will hear you because uh, his perception is such shite, but <laughs> m- maybe he will. Sko- and
6: let's go, Kuiper. <laughs> twenty-seven.
0: All right. So roll, roll a roll a stealth. I guess. All right. Um, not you. To oh, Emily. Disregard that. Yeah.
5: It's a 14.
0: All right. So, yeah, Kuiper, you do overhear a little bit of her conversation talking yeah. about it getting kind of seeing some of the shadow corruption, and you can kind of put two and two together that, that you kind of know what this might be. Do you know? Mm.
2: I mean, you know you can chew on it keep quiet on it just saying you you are aware that she's talking he, he's it. kind of in his uh, whole in, info gathering stage you know right mm-hmm. now so mm-hmm. i just imagine him kind of pitched in the back just kind of sitting there just kind of sharpening his uh his uh knife you know mm-hmm. okay and just listening
0: did mike
5: actually hear i don't know if you rolled
2: a uh yeah he
0: beat you too so yeah he <laughs> he heard as well
1: <laughs> my my question is would we not know what shadow corruption
0: is? Um, okay, so because that this is coming specifically from Dr. Gagant, right? The Shadow Queen. You guys have certainly encountered it before in the sense that you saw the Enclave get overwhelmed with it, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, but...
5: Seeing and experiencing. Our-
0: but, like, she was explaining that she has some of it has been transferred in her like she's feeling it in her which is new to the party mm-hmm. to the shadow characters and shadow corruption at least this specific version of it is specific to dr Grigant, you know or the shadow queen
1: yeah know, i guess i just character. don't I, I guess i just don't really know uh <clears throat> like sh- what, this what, shadow corruption
0: well, you know- is not like something that like shadow plane inhabitants have to always be on the lookout
1: for. It's you know not shadow flu. Like,
5: it's different.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I'll just say for Trellix's part, he really doesn't really know what what to make of it. You know? I think maybe if anything, he would suggest that we ask Vela about it when we get back to the enclave. Mm. But Trellix would, would say but do let me know if anything changes or if it gets worse, Tana. Is
5: Gloombot here for this conversation? Yeah, I mean, we, I, she would have been talking about the out uh, kind of. Okay.
4: Gloombot huddle. just stares at you, like, eerily still. And then just shrugs his shoulders. Okay. <laughs> Thank yeah, I mean, you, Thank you for your input,
1: T. Yeah. <laughs> Ever inside In time. <laughs>
0: Um, okay. I mean, I, you know, as I said, we can, we can fast forward to, to the gloaming. Um, it's just, you know, two days with strangers. I didn't want to, uh, deprive you guys of any potential role playing things that you wanted to do. Um,
2: it, it, go ahead. See, basically, the whole reason why, uh, I, I guess just to provide a little bit more, um, context as to why Kuiper isn't is right now is that basically, If this other party is uh, just giving away information freely, it would make no sense why to go ahead and start, you know, showing that he's actually listening to what they're saying. You know, rather listen to what, you know, listen to what the information they give freely, thinking that they're not being listened to. You see what I'm saying? So... That's that's where Kuiper's mind is at right now. It's just kind of like, what information can he get before he has to flex? You know.
0: Okay. Right. So let me let me understand that you guys are being a hundred percent forthcoming with each other about everything that's happened to you. Taking these two days to tell your entire story from the, as the Shadow Party, right? And for Mike and Kuiper to tell their entire story to the Shadow, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I
5: mean, we're sharing shadow corruption information. Yeah, are, are you? That's that's what my question yeah, is.
4: Well, I was gonna like say to go back to the conversation that uh, Gloombot shrugged at shortly afterwards, and John saying this kind of piqued my interest. Why don't we talk to them about it then? You say they're the the friends of the Herald. Would they not know? They don't seem very friendly, Dee. Well, I didn't say they were my friend.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Could I do like maybe a sense motive to see which of the two newbies might be more amenable to approach, you know, just like on this first conversation. Say this is day one, you know. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, that's that's what I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is like we don't we don't need to spend the time. Exp- you know, yeah. explaining all the details, but I do think that there is some space here for some like interpersonal I, stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? I I would think that just on a f- sense motive aside, just on a physical looking from the two, I mean, Mike looks mm-hmm. scary as fuck. You know, he's yes. corrupted yeah. with the intimidation right. corruption, and mm-hmm. he's like got scars, pulling back his razor sharp teeth. He's mm-hmm. a giant fucking vesk. You know, like he doesn't look. Uh, you know, it's not sort exciting.
6: Of I'm yeah. on the, yeah,
0: not affable, the bigger you know? side
6: of medium sized. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then
0: whereas Kuiper is like quiet, but definitely on the more like cool, collected side of it, you know? Yeah.
6: Yeah. Well, and I mean, the thing is, over the course of two days, like we're having to like eat and stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I don't, I, I just don't think it's realistic that. Mike would be just, like, flexing, trying to intimidate you guys for an entire two days, you know? Like, he may not be coming up to you trying to, like, make small talk, but I do think he would be, you know, uh, trying to, to get a better handle on, like, the details of, of everything mm-hmm. leading up to this mm-hmm. and and wouldn't have a problem with, like, coming to you and, like, asking very directly, like, okay, go over this again for me you yeah. know like tell me tell me everything now it's on you guys if you are sharing all the details of that including that your plan was to kidnap Ziva you know which may not have the best response but you know I mean like he's he's willing and Mike at least now Kuiper obviously steely silent espionage man Uh but you know my, <laughs> international Mike international
0: cat of mystery <laughs> as,
6: as scary as he looks like Mike once you get to know him for even you know a couple hours is a pretty mm-hmm. you know easy to talk to guy now mm-hmm. he's probably really wound up intense and like i think if for me where i'm thinking with mike is he's just like laser focused on like we need to get to them i don't know all this magic-y stuff i need to find out what is the most direct path to get to my friends and to rescue them in the quickest amount of time possible right. holding out hope that maybe we can go back and rescue fell because he I think his biggest thing right now is is he cannot accept that there's no way to get back to Fel in time to save him, you know,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: and won't accept that, even if it's a lost cause. And even if he, he deep down might know, hey, we're going to be this might take way longer than that. And he'll fucking starve to death. It's still not acceptable, you know.
0: Heath, I will give you an inspiration for that because that's what I'm trying to get at. Is like, what is y'all's mindset on this boat ride? Like, we don't necessarily have to have the full conversation about everything that's happened, but like, it's not just like, okay, we told everybody everything and we're all cool now. Like, this right? This, I this, mean, I don't this, like yeah. that anyways. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and take an inspiration. Thank you. Uh, uh, what we're going to do here is I want you to roll a d6. First, if you roll a one or a six, you will get a personal.
6: Uh, I rolled a three.
0: Okay, three, so this is going to be a general. Uh, so uh, we have to do this a little different because we've moved to Foundry. And Indeed, so, we
6: have. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yep, yeah,
0: and so there's. It's just. Uh, it's just different. So I'm going to be reading the inspirations again um, until I can maybe figure out a way how to put <laughs> uh, deck of cards in there or whatever, but. So, we're going to start here. This one is from Sir Newt, and so you can add another inspiration to your inventory. Okay. And Sir Newt says, psst, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You're my favorite.
3: Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) <laughs> <Yellis>. <laughs> uh, all
0: right thank you sir newt um and and again if you're made it this far and don't know that you could submit inspirations at the what tier is it is it the five dollar tier
5: that sounds right yes yes,
0: yes at the five dollar tier if you're if you're at that tier and you haven't submitted inspirations yet please do we want to fill this up uh but there you go heath that's for you um Thank you, sir. So, yeah. So, yeah, like, you you are focused on getting your friends back and willing to answer any questions that the shadow party might have. Have you basically said, all right, my choice here is to put stock in the shadow party because I don't know shit about where I'm at.
6: Yeah, well, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. But, yeah, like, hesitantly, you know, like, Mm -hmm. he's willing to cooperate and, like, divulge as much as he can, which I think on our end I don't feel like we have really any secrets worthy of keeping from them because we don't know, you know, we know so little about them. Like what could even be a secret that they would get out of us to use against us? You know, like Mike doesn't Mm. give a shit about all that. Like if these people can get him to his friends, that's all he cares about, you know. Um, But I will say like over the course of that, you know, a couple of days is a long time. Like once he can get all that information and stuff, he'd also be curious, you know, him and Traylax kind of started off with some tension, but he'd probably try to like briefly talk to him and like get a better read on him and maybe ask about his weapons, you know, stuff like that.
0: So why don't you do that?
6: <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I was trying I d did, I didn't know if you were kind of resolving some more of the like what what information is being processed, I guess. Um, I will
1: say that uh if if Mike is like eyeing Traylax, trying to figure out how to approach him, Traylax would would I, I guess? I think he's driving the boat right now. I don't know who's driving the boat. If not Trailer D,
0: probably think, would be. I think it's Gloomby. Okay,
1: yeah. So trucks look across at Mike from the boat and say, "You're there, Vesk. How are you finding the weather?" <laughs> 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 With kind of a grin on his face, you know, because he knows right. he's not from the shadow plane. Right.
6: Say, so, uh, I, I, I don't. I don't know. This place is weird. Um, it's I don't know. I've been been to a lot of places, mate. Like I don't. I'm not really particularly concerned about the weather. I'm concerned about my friends and trying to get them out of this whatever wizards' rune drive prison. And he like kind of chuckles at how stupid that sounds, and like the absurdity of (laughs) the situation he finds himself in, (laughs) or how stupid it sounds to him, you know. (laughs) No, no, okay. Uh, Because it's also kind of beyond him, right? Um, But yeah, he's like, so you know, uh, uh, this is a strange place, mate. Um, But I'm just concerned for my friends.
1: Naturally, yes, of course. I understand we will do what we can for them. We must do what we can for our people as well right well, and for now it seems our goals are aligned
0: So I have questions for for Mike and Kuiper to some degree yeah as this as the shadow party has explained to them who Ziva is to them right? So now you have this information that they were seeking Ziva because she was supposed to be this this herald that was supposed to protect them. Although I wonder if, if they even believe that anymore at this point. That you know, would be but, the question. But, exactly. but like, <laughs> yeah. You know, what what how is that contextualizing Ziva for you at this point, you know?
6: I mean I feel like to Mike it just sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Like he's probably mm. a little Uh, what hesitancy may have gotten over in a couple, you know, a day or so of getting to know him once he remembers that fact that they, like, had, had at least this, uh, in his mind, like, almost religious fanatical reverence for, like, his friend, who he's, like, you know, been a roommate with and probably heard fart. You know, it, like right. it's no, you've
1: like, never heard Ziva fart, dude. Come
6: on, man. Get yeah, maybe not, maybe not uh, quite uh, 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 there. But, but, but we've we had to be really around each other that. a lot. You know, <laughs> she would have a, a silent fart augmentation for mm-hmm. sure. The yeah. um, <laughs> classiest augmentation. <laughs> uh, but you know, that to say, like he's been around her so much and like views her as just like a regular person, a very sort of eccentric sometimes person but like he knows her so well it's hard for him to even kind of get with the thought process of like oh she's some like herald to a deity and all this it's like nah she's madame ziva like she runs a pleasure house like yeah
0: so you don't you don't believe that he he doesn't put any
6: any stock in it but i will say over the course of our corruptions and the things that have gone on in signal of screams it probably deep down Just a smidge gives him pause Like I don't know maybe there is Something special about her You know
3: mm-hmm.
6: in, a, mm-hmm. in a kind of terrifying way
3: Oh. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I um, mean Piper,
0: you yeah. When you were in the shadow lab With Dr. Mm-hmm, Grigant mm-hmm. and Ziva was over you you actually saw Tina come in right You then. know
2: um, And and how does that? So, does that uh, just to, just to, before I answer that, um, just to contextualize for for Kuiper, Z. I mean his his first encounters with Ziva was not her growth into a captain, but seeing her being decisive as a captain, and uh, for um, the events that unfolded afterwards um, with. Where it turns into like a betrayal for the Shadow Party, for the Shadow Twins and Gloombot.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: For him, he he doesn't he doesn't put any stock either into Ziva being a herald. He sees this more as a means to an end for somebody that was far more cunning,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that this i mean for this yeah sure i'm not going to bash on their culture or anything like that but yeah he does see that as like yeah i mean often in times whenever there is a a group of people that are in strife they may reach out towards somebody else somebody that's unfamiliar to lift them up out of their strife and so that's kind of how he's seeing this whole thing play out with ziva being this herald mm-hmm. you know? right
6: so, like, which, it begs the question for me, if we're kind of coming to an accord and, like, sharing at least most of, of what we know, I mean, that includes that, like, the the twins got played, you know? Right, Like, right, they were right. manipulated by Mordrin. So, I mean, I think that plays into Mike not taking their, at least, belief in Ziva and all the religious Zankathan mm-hmm. thing very seriously because, like, he... Probably views you as like, you know, people whose whose fanaticism allowed them to be manipulated, you know. Right,
2: right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, it is time for uh, Kuiper to divulge uh, him seeing uh, Tenna uh, to uh, Mike uh, whenever. At the shadow lab portion, because whenever he first encountered, whenever he first uh, uh, strode up to Tenna, uh, following the events of uh, crossing the portal into the shadow plane, I imagine that he didn't first think about it. He didn't put two and two right. together that well, she was the one that was in that lab that, that stormed well, she into said that something. lab. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she, she said it. it. Right, she yeah. did. She did. Yeah. Yeah. And it was only after the fact it was like wait a second yeah she was that person you know and for him I think he would yeah go ahead and kind of quietly divulge that over to uh, Mike at uh, some point uh, during this trip Mm -hmm. and so I imagine probably uh, when he feels that the twins are distracted and Gloombot is piloting the boat. He's probably just um, going to surreptitiously just uh, try to pull Mike off to the side and just let him know, like, this this woman, this Dinaval she, uh, she was over at the lab. Did you know this? She knows this.
6: I mean, I I don't know if Mike saw Tena or not because he was the first one out of there. No, right? Tena,
0: you were gone before Tina right, got there. Right, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the yeah.
6: in the like lab scene or whatever, Mike just immediately attacked and got mm-hmm. poofed out.
0: You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs>
6: like Yay. So,
0: so here here's the important information from that, just to maybe right. take note of, um, uh-huh. is that. Tina was pulled into a nightmare pocket that you guys were pulled into as well obviously through connection to Ziva. Now right. what that what the greater meaning of that is and and, and all that uncertain but it, it is it is something that at least maybe gives weight to the fact that you guys have a common Ground at least, and I think yeah, I, I want to you know, kind of
1: get to that actually. Yeah.
0: Okay, <laughs> um,
1: <clears throat> at some point during those two days, you know, like obviously as Heath has said, Mike is he doesn't necessarily trust or he's apprehensive towards the twins because they were going to, in his eyes, kidnap Ziva, right? Mm-hmm. So I think Maybe. at some point this is gonna. Trillax is going to pick up on this sort of vibe and uh, ask ask Mike, uh, or tell him, say "Uh, Mike um, you strike me as a protector of sorts, would you agree with that?
6: Uh, Yeah, I reckon I would Yes,
1: well I and my sister were tasked with something very similar the protection of our people. You understand this, yes? I follow. When the Eclipsed invaded the Enclave, we watched many people that we loved and cared about die, fall victim to this malady, this affliction. So, I would hope that you'd understand why we felt so strongly about seeking out your herald because we were told that she would be the one to deliver our people. Have you ever lost people that you care about, Mike?
6: Uh, well... I lost my friend Zeno, but (laughs) the strange bit of good news that came from you you folks is that maybe I didn't. Um... But yeah, I mean, look, I can understand the need to protect your people and seeing the horrors of what all this, like, eclipse, innovations, corruption stuff can do. I mean, we were on uh, what was supposed to be kind of a vacation when all of this popped off and we saw basically everyone at the resort fall victim to this and, and lose their minds and... It's, I mean, it's It's the real deal. It's, it's a real threat. Um, so, I, I, I... We probably have similar reactions to what the corruptions can do. However, as far as how you believed you needed to go about protecting your people, from what I understand you got brainwashed into thinking that my friend Ziva was gonna save your people, I don't see how she could, I mean she's just one lady and you you have to understand a little bit as a protector, why that might rub me the wrong way I, I mean, you seem like an alright fella, strong a protector like me but as far as I can tell you two got You got played, you got hoodwinked. You let yourselves be manipulated... Into this ridiculous scheme. Now, I understand you're dealing with the fallout of that too. But, I mean... It is what is.
1: Yes, yes, it seems we were played, in fact. Against... My better judgement. But... And he looks over at Tana, not really, like, trying to draw attention, but we do things for family that sometimes may go against our better judgment.
6: And Mike looks over at Kuiper and is like, no, I don't feel that. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I mean, Mike kind of, you know, nods at you. Um, not it's not like a, a forgiveness or anything he still doesn't like that you guys are going to kidnap kidnap zebra or whatever but i'll you know he's put it in very blunt terms and i think that's just how he handles things so like
2: yeah. his context
6: he, i think he can kind of empathize or at least sympathize with that like you guys got played like you got you know sold a bill of goods and Shit. yeah go ahead
5: so kind of like you could probably visibly see as you're saying you know you guys got played uh tina's just sort of like her 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 feathers are ruffling kind of um and when you sort of finish talking she says yes we did get played as you put it by mordren but not by him alone this was he did not have the power to do this alone he was a dream prophet, but not... <sighs> Brother, I told you of the, the, the portals, uh, the, the circle that he stepped into. He became so much more. He, he was so powerful. There's no way he gained all of that. Th- there has to be something more. I, The Shadow Queen, she has to be behind all of this somehow. I she's the one that made all of all of our people go insane that she's caused this corruption amongst our people she's created this havoc she has to be she has to be behind it we and she would like kind of grab Trelix like oh, on the shoulders and just be like we cannot defeat Mordrins the way he is now. If if you could have felt it brother there's, there's no way even with our new friends and she just kind of cuts eyes over it Mike um
6: cuts him right back like <laughs> I got <call> that <laughs> we
5: have to we have to cut him off from the source that he has made himself uh, has had access to the shadow queen she has to be like you can tell she's just looking for something to blame besides herself Mm -hmm. um but she just kind of keeps muttering about the shadow queen like (laughs) and
6: and noticeably her choice of deity
5: i mean no there's not the shadow queen i mean she well she no i'm
6: saying i'm just saying you didn't mention that oh yeah may have been involved you know
5: um, and I don't know if y'all saw it, but, like, when you, when trelax was talking about making sacrifices for the family and everything, Tina would have been, like, looking down kind of at her arms and on her chest and all of the exposed flesh, you know, and all the scars. And she just looks lost. Like, everything that she's done, all of the damage she's inflicted on herself, on her family, on her brother, her connection with her brother, mm. was for nothing. Um... So, but yeah, she just keeps muttering about the Shadow Queen, and it's all her fault. And
6: I think in that particular moment when she's kind of at a loss or lost in her inner feels, and and looking particularly at her her arms and all her cuts and everything, like Mike kind of has not an epiphany, but he he makes that connection, like between you and Ziva, that like he can almost see. <clears throat> in you the same struggles that ziva was going through as her corruptions were increasing as she was kind of increasingly getting cagey and defensive Mm -hmm. against the party just looking out for her you know Mm -hmm. um you know that that connection kind of is first made in his mind right then you know and and i think he probably looks at at tenna in a new in a new light you know and um just stares at her for a second or whatever, and then kind of snaps out of it and says, "Well, why don't, why don't you tell us about the Shadow Queen?"
5: And I mean, we we would just yeah, kind of we don't know them. much, right? Yeah, but, yeah uh, we, they,
0: they, they, but here's what here's some important things that y'all know that may be relevant to mike and Kuiper. i think you would mention of course the temple that the temple was worshipping the shadow queen that uh there was people from the shadow queen that was going to try to kill ziva uh because the shadow queen felt threatened by ziva um and also they would mention the strix um which is something that's certainly important to Kuiper. uh as that's a, yeah. a as that's one of your targets from D9, right. a, ro- a rogue D9 agent who, who now you know Kuiper can make the connection that this rogue D9 agent was pulling people from the material plane in Kuvakara to the shadow plane in the temple. But then they that that Strix vanished, like at some point had enough and and left and just left everybody there. And uh, so all that kind of gets exchanged. And I and I feel like there's we could go deeper in this and there will be more room for this later, but I do want to kind of maybe move forward if that's all right with y'all. Sure. Okay. Uh, Okay. I will say that what's important is that you guys have shared a lot of valuable information with each other and are beginning the tenuous start of, of a working relationship.
5: So I, I have one question as we've, made all of this cross communication we shared all of our deets is it obvious to us that our enemy is the same
0: yes you i mean okay you you guys put together the shadow queen dr gregant same person she's the person behind the okay. shadow corruption you know okay. like with all that information put together you realize that she is what's causing this corruption now Mordrin is working on his own he's kind of a separate Mm -hmm. enemy uh, but he is also corrupted by this shadow corruption you know Mm -hmm. and to to what your weird character was saying is that most of his power is coming from that right now and that if there is any hope to like be able to rescue them uh, you've got to stop the corruption and what you learned from the black site is that only way to stop the corruption is stop it at its source. Now, there's a lot of space in between. How does that save Orin and Ziva? Like, there's a lot of unknown there because it's just there's. But that you at least have a starting point, yeah. and I think this goes back to the twins' goal of going to talk to Vela, regrouping, getting some rest, trying to figure out what the next move is. Um, and, and to that point, you guys arrive at. Shadow Kuvakara. Um, and when you get there for, for Mike and Kuiper, it for for one, it takes a lot less time than you think it would to get from the mountains to Kuvakara because time is shorter in the shadow plane. Oh. Secondly, um, it's eerie and quiet and illuminated by dim ambient light that does more to deepen the shadows than really illuminate any of the open spaces. The tall buildings throw dark, long shadows as black as the abyss itself, and other strange shadows seem to move between many pools of darkness with no apparent physical object to define their source. Distant whispers of shadow tongue language hang in the air. For the shadow twins, you would know this to be like um what's what scouts or whatever of the enclave, right? As you get in close and you know, you could even articulate a couple things in Shadow Tongue to identify yourselves as friendlies. And and when you do, kind of almost emerging from the darkness as shadows themselves, these two Kyals approach you and say, Ah, Nice to see that you have returned.
1: I hope you bring good news.
3: <laughs>
1: I'm afraid not. We need to speak to Vela, though.
0: Yes, she has been waiting for you. I will, I will take you to her now. Um, and so they, they move you through this these neighborhood. This neighborhood. Um, there is greenery here, though. It's gray. and stunted. Um, Mm -hmm. you see a few generators that have been hooked up to run down buildings that are providing power to a couple different domiciles um they're they take you in and I'll actually put you on a a new map here so you can kind of see I mean this is kind of roughly the camp um So you know you see that they've kind of set up you know they walk you through um, a gate uh, which is there at the very north end Um, like I can't ping but if you look there's like a little at the T intersection on the left side of the T there's a gate there that they walk you in and it looks pretty defended um, although you can see signs of scrapping that has gone on here. There's there's been obviously been some fights that have happened at this barrier, uh, but the barrier has remained up. Um, as you walk your way through, you see several kyles uh, bearing recent wounds, and you get a just general sense that the mood is poor and somber. Okay. Um, and they walk you to. Uh, What looks to be kind of a central building. Uh, And they walk you in a door. And there you actually do see Vela. And I actually have a handout for Vela. Oh,
5: She's pretty cool looking. Yeah, so she's dressed in
0: unadorned armor with white hair. Uh, with in black streaks pulled into a snug bun, uh, with her limbs are long and spindly, and her eyes are yellow pools without irises, and her white skin seems to almost glow with green luminescence. Um,
1: She's a Kyle. As she
0: sees, yep, as she, it, yep, she is definitely a Kyle, <laughs> yeah. the leader of the Kyle. Turns out to be uh, well, yeah, a Kyle. no, I'm
1: saying you're describing, you
0: know, right. Um, and so she sees you, and immediately, like, a soft kind of weary smile crosses her face, and she says, Tenna, relax. It, it is good to see you.
1: And you as well.
0: Who are, are these uh, companions that you bring with you?
1: It is a rather it's long story.
5: Just, they are uh, companions of the Harold, Siva is her name, but we do not. She is not here. Um, is can we talk? This is a. This is a long story, as my brother says.
0: Uh, Yeah, she says, uh, Barva and Kyle. Kyle, (laughs) Kyle, the Kyle. Uh, If, uh, if you would please excuse us this is a matter of privacy
5: and then I would just like lay out everything you know just blah um, and would probably be weeping like mm-hmm. I mean you know hey guess what I failed in every th- aspect of what I hope to do and you know <laughs> it's it's cool Uh, She she, is not
3: cool. (laughs) uh, (laughs) She
0: is, uh, you know, comforting. (laughs) Pretty bummed. Uh, Yeah, she's very bummed. But she, you know, she she sees your pain and 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 is trying not to like make it worse. And you know, she comforts you a bit and offers you some tea. And um, she's like, I I am afraid. That I do not have good news here, either. We have continued to be attacked, though it seems as the strength of the eclipse has diminished. Uh, perhaps that is something to do with you. Do you have any? Uh, or should be like. Um, it seems as they have crucified. Many of their army to what end I do not understand.
1: Uh yeah, I mean for the sake of the sake of brevity, we would spill the beans about yeah. every free I mean like, Trailac has shenanigans. Absolutely no reason to hide a single detail about what happened to yeah. Vela.
0: Um they w- she would say uh, Yes it I have resisted cause to leave Kuvakara completely but a journey to another city would be perilous and with no guarantee of safety wherever we might go but if these attacks continue I fear I might have no choice but from what you have told me I think that we will continue to always be in danger as long as this Dr. Gragant, Chateau Queen, continues
3: to live.
5: We, we know, you know, not enough. And Senna's just like so exhausted. So just to recap, we can't. All right, Emily's having a dumb. Are we trying to find the temple, the former?
0: I mean, you mentioned Abra that to temple her, and she has like nothing to offer. She, I, she doesn't know. I mean, one thing to note about Ibra, I mean, it's Ibra the inscrutable, right? Like the locations of Ibra's major temples are not well known or easily found. Um, part of worshiping Ibra is mm. discovering unknowns you know and so she's cannot aid you in any you you tell that to her Mm -hmm. that is definitely a goal that you have i mean obviously you want revenge on Mordrin and you want your friends back but she looks at you with with you know kind of a sorrowful look in in her yellow eyes and says alas i do not know anything about this temple
3: Yeah. What, what
0: what I can tell you is that it is unlikely to be on this planet
5: cool so we need a ship that we would have to mm. get from what is it father gloom Yeah,
0: she says yes uh, the sky dark is the only way to get a ship and it is indeed controlled by the sky dark Crusades, and considering your recent developments. I understand that this might be a difficult thing for you to do. However, my interactions with them have been reasonable, despite their fanaticism.
5: Okay. Um, so... Alright. And... Perhaps we go to Shadow Skydog. Uh, stupid, I hate to say Shadow in front of everything. Skydock Yes,
0: this is. This, uh, <laughs> this was a bit of legislation that I was going to bring forward before these unfortunate events. <laughs> it's it seems like, redundant.
6: If you're just doing that because we're outside, it's like we get it. Shadow, shadow, shadow.
0: <laughs> 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 we do uh, not want you to be confused. <laughs> With the non shadow <laughs> counterpoints to this city,
6: <laughs> I'm confused by many things, but that's not one of them.
3: <laughs>
5: well, so, Tina thinks, I mean, we go to Skydock and try and see if somebody there knows anything about Hebraic temples, try to get a damn ship. Um, right. because I mean, we're under the gun too, like, she's just told us that. Nothing getting shut down at the temple really did any different. The enclave is still under attack. We've still got to sh- shut this shit down at the source. I mean, is there any reason that we would dick around in the enclave like any longer? I mean, a little bit of recovery. You're going to want to at yeah, least like. But I- I'm sorry. I admit like.
0: Get like a meal. And, yeah. And- <laughs> and all that um, it, yeah I, obviously you would want to leave as soon as possible I think that um, a good, she would insist that you at least stay the night get some good sleep um, and, and let them feed you properly mm-hmm. um, she does offer she's, she does say that they have found some scrap and so, and have collected a bunch of stuff, and there are, th- you know, if you need to rearm yourselves and those types of things, she offers all that. And to that point, now I kind of want to pause for a moment and say that you guys are all level eleven Woo! now. Right, wow. that's right, that's right. Um, About
2: damn time,
5: basically and so, gods. <laughs>
0: and so I know that I know that we typically like to to role play out the level up choices, but I feel like feel like the last three episodes have all kind of been that you mm-hmm. know what i mean um and so i just wanted to take a quick moment if anybody wants to talk about their their level up real quick let's just go around the table mike what, what'd you take at 11 stayed with soldier
6: uh yeah <clears throat> yeah uh i think i'm always gonna stay with soldier <laughs> for mike um i took a new feat uh called solid stance Mm -hmm. Um, Which, you know, I was looking at a few feats, but Solid Stance, I was like, the boxer thing, like, it's just too perfect. Like, I have to take this at some point if I'm playing a boxer soldier. Um, But it's uh, once per combat when an attacker effect would knock you prone, you can ignore it as a reaction. In in addition, the distance any non-magical effect would move you against your will, such as a bull rush, Uh, reduce it by five feet.
0: Nice. Okay, so you just, like, are able to kind of post up.
6: Yeah, mm-hmm. well and, and avoid yeah. getting, you know, knocked prone or in boxing terms, avoid a knockdown. Just right. just yeah. not do it, you know? Right, yeah.
0: right.
3: <laughs> uh
0: awesome. And that's pretty much w- what you get, right? Just another feat and anything else fun at eleven? I don't I don't think so as far uh, as soldiers
6: go. I, well I believe uh it was a um I got an armor upgrade. And Oh you got I like would, a gear boost? So I was yes. not, not it, prepared for this. Yes, I think gonna be gear based.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so you got Soldier's Onslaught, which means that you can make three attacks instead of two attacks during a full attack. Although you take a minus six penalty to these attacks instead of a minus four. Um, what about you, John? What did Kuiper get?
2: So... Uh, Being uh, level 11, I uh, got uh, quick movement, uh, which boosts my speed uh, to a total of 50 feet, uh, as well as my... Yeah, right? Quick cat. And also, my trick attack has now been boosted over to a plus 5d8. And I also went with the feat Versatile Focus. What this basically allows is it boosts my uh, attack bonus... Uh, to uh, where now my melee and my ranged are both in sync at a plus 15 oh, so shit. now i don't have to worry about one being higher than the other but yeah sweet um what about you uh
0: zach i think for solarians you just get some Get to apply your su- 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 how do you say that sederial influence to Sidereal, yeah a couple more yeah mm-hmm. to a couple more skills
1: uh, yeah and, and and get a feat you know I mean uh, as far as Trag's concerned he's more resolved than ever uh, to not mm-hmm. allow himself to be manipulated to tr- you know to trust in his gut and to uh, resist uh, any kind of mental manipulation so I took Iron Will. Which gives me a plus two bonus to will saves. So, you know, fortifying that a mm-hmm. cool. little
4: bit. Uh, and Gloombot. So Gloombot, uh, you know, because he's cross class with uh, Envoy, took another level of soldier. So mm-hmm. he's now ten soldier, one uh, Envoy. Mm-hmm. And through that got a combat feat, a regular feat, and then just the normal, you know, skill points and stuff. So, Combat Feet took, I don't remember which is which, but uh, one of them was Deadly Aim. Nice. Which is something that fell had, which I liked. It's kind of a sniper shot type. You know, take a penalty to your attack roll and deal extra damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big one, in my opinion, though, especially after having been racked with nightmares, uh, is Rebooting Nanites. Nice. Mm. So whenever you fail a saving throw against an effect that causes you to gain the asleep, blinded, confused, cowering, dazed, dazzled, deafened, exhausted, fatigued, frightened, nauseated, panicked, shaken, sickened, staggered, stunned, or unconscious Good condition God. You can spend one resolve point as a reaction to attempt a new saving throw against the same DC So do you like to spend a resolve so to, to, to if get that sh- shaken off? If you succeed, the condition ends, though you still suffer any other effects of the original failed saving throw.
2: That's fucking dope, man. God, I just so noticed that. Insane. Go ahead.
4: But it has to be done like in the moment. So, like, yeah, reaction. Yeah. Thing happens with a save on it. If, it's, oh, if it just I makes see. you shaken, you're shaking, whatever. Gotcha. So yeah. you're
0: still, you can't use it to try to get because you're still shaking for another two days, right? Because uh, right. of what Mordred did.
3: Uh,
2: you know, all right. What's up? I was just going to say, that's interesting because considering that he's an SRO, it just seems like very on brand uh, Mm -hmm. to like build a subroutine to uh, prevent that from happening Mm -hmm. again, you know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah. Just in my mind, uh, that's how it works. It's like really cool. You know,
4: that's great. Funny you say that. I'm pretty sure being a construct is requirement for this specific thing. Mm -hmm. It's it's
2: like a
0: construct. I'm pretty sure it is.
5: Makes sense
0: okay uh emily tenna got a major overhaul yeah Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit
5: yeah so suffice it to say tenna has had to come to terms with um a lot of big picture issues uh recent developments with her deity and whether or not she was duped by said deity um regardless of the the deity of of Zankethan the tenets and everything of following him has kind of wrecked her whole life. So she on the you know a couple days over she's been rethinking some some she's been you know thinking about life choices. And so this is how I'm going to RP this essentially, Adam. Okay. When we were in the dream gate when Tina was kind of trying to filter through all the different realities to find Ziva, uh-huh. she saw so many different things, so many different possibilities. She was overwhelmed. And one of those possibilities, she saw herself as more of a healer. So I've respect my archetype,
0: because I'm the nicest GM in the whole world.
5: Because wow. Adam's a gracious and kind GM. And uh, humble. And humble, yes. Can't forget that. I have <laughs> respect to medic.
2: Benevolent, too.
5: Benevolent. Uh, so Smug
6: asshole, too. That also. <laughs> Those are all accurate. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
5: but, uh, yeah, so I have respect my archetype to medic. So at second level, uh, there's a lot of stuff. But whenever you use yeah, equipment, you yeah. yeah, it's basically, yeah. So it's given you some
0: ability to do some healing.
5: Correct. And to, the other thing that uh, non-archetype based that I took was I got another Paradigm Shift. Oh, okay. And with that, I took Eldritch, Eldritch Secret which is essentially you choose from the mystic or technomancer spell list. So I chose mystic cure. Nice.
6: There you go.
5: Um, And her, one of her main reasonings for that is, you know, she saw her brother go down and couldn't do anything, you know, couldn't do anything instantaneously. And with that same thing in mind, I took another fourth level spell, but I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep that close to the vest for now. Mm-hmm. Alright,
0: uh, that seems to be a very, very useful shift in character for for this party, uh, and and for you, and I like the RP of it, and I really don't care if anybody out there listening is like, well, you can't really do that, though, I mean, because you can only return back to... Stop, just stop,
3: <laughs>
0: just stop. <laughs> I want her to have fun, and this is necessary, and it's also a good story, so it's, it's, she probably knows how to heal because of uh, 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 somebody who follows Zonkuthan for so long
5: yeah I mean you You gotta learn to fix what you break gotta heal those wounds yeah
0: like it's all about the suffering anyways very good (laughs) I like it I like it and um, I will say that Vela will also um, tell you guys that she will work on particularly to you Trilax she kind of as you guys are dispersing out she says, Jalex uh, would you stay behind for one moment? Yes. I would like to speak to you.
1: Yes, of course, Vela, what is it?
0: I know that these last few months have been a series of you going to places that you do not want to go and following uh, missives that you do not feel are the correct paths I must ask you yet again to guide these people through the shadow plane and to take out this uh, shadow queen for this and for everything that you have done I will personally make you a new set of armor it will take me a day or so to make but consider it my boon and gratitude for what you have done
1: thank you I will I will deliver salvation to our people we will free them of the (coughs) stranglehold that Eclipse Innovations and the Shadow Queen has upon them this, I promise.
6: Damn, I wish uh, I had that stranglehold drop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent, excellent. Oh, wait.
6: Did somebody say crafting armor? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so you guys kind of move out to, you know, get to. She shows you a space where you guys can sleep. And uh, I'll go ahead and say that you guys can get a, a full night's rest. I mean, you've gotten two of them already okay. on the boat. Um, but you should be at full health, full resolve, full stamina, all that kind of stuff, full spell slots. Okay. And just as you are all starting to wake up, a bellow cuts through the stillness of the dim city an unknown voice shouts time
3: for a lesson in pain
0: <laughs> the enclave erupts in chaos and sounds of distress as a large figure comes into view between the buildings a massive spiked chain slams into a fleeing Kyle, knocking her to the ground and tearing strips of flesh from her back. The intruder, dressed in slate gray armor, edged with blood red accents, strides into the park swinging the chain at anyone in reach as you see a shadow giant come into this enclave and we're going to fight this shadow giant next week mm-hmm. so yeah, we'll see it.
2: Uh, 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 yeah. of course of course oh, I know How it goes
6: man well, this seems like a big problem welcome to book one of Shadow Giant Slayer <laughs> Shadow <Yep>. Giant Slayer <laughs> <Blair. laughs>
2: love it oh, and stop